0: Welcome to another edition of Become an Author. This is an exciting interview with Grandmaster Bill Superfoot Wallace, Jeff Smith, and Joe Corley. Sit back and enjoy this powerful interview. All right, everyone. We are super excited today. I'm hanging out with Bill Superfoot Wallace, yeah, oh yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah.
2: Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank thank you. Thank you. Hello everyone, Toss this, is, Toss this Toss is Jesse
0: Toss Bowen, Toss Bowen Toss and with my co-host Karen Eden herdman this is the Become an Author Broadcast, and we're getting super excited uh, because we have an event coming up in Las Vegas, and I'm uh, very fortunate to have the opportunity to... Uh, hosts a special event uh, featuring Grandmaster Bill Superfoot Wallace and all of our friends and his friends uh, coming out to celebrate. And I'm really excited about it. So we just wanted to uh, bring him on today, bring some of his friends on. Grandmaster Joe Corley uh, is on his way. He'll be here shortly. But our podcast is really about Helping martial artists understand their brand and how to be able to brand themselves. We have this unique opportunity that we can impact and make a difference if someone knows that we have a certain skill set that can help them. And the martial arts is a very powerful tool. It's influenced thousands of people. I know it's influenced me and it's influenced everyone that's on our. Uh, podcast today so we're fortunate enough to be able to do that hey karen how are you doing
1: i'm doing good so great to see these guys and everybody else and we're you know looks like strings have been loosened up and we're all starting to do a lot more traveling being able to get out martial arts is such a family it's a small industry we're all family so we run into each other a lot and it's so nice to finally be able to get out and see my brothers and sisters in martial arts
0: Well, you know, when we started the podcast and, you know, you and I, we've been working together for, I guess, three or four years on uh, our radio show and host at our events. We've really been doing a lot of great things. We have a lot of people that follow us and, you know, we're really grateful to all of our fans and we wanted to bring this out so to be able to support them. You know, uh, I am the president and founder of Elite Publications and Elite Publications started because of the who's who in the martial arts book and you know really want to thank our guests today of course uh you know uh Mr. Wallace you know Mr. Smith those guys have been supporting our efforts from the beginning and so we really want to thank them but let's crank up today and I guess we'll start off and just saying how are you
2: doing today Mr. Wallace and Mr. Smith how are you guys doing we are absolutely fine. He's in Washington, DC. So it's okay there. I'm in sunny Florida. It's about 83 degrees. And I looked outside. I think there's like four clouds in the sky. I'm not sure. There's around three or four.
3: Okay. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna match that with an 80-degree sunny day here in Virginia, right outside of DC. So I feel like I'm in Florida today. And right. what is North Carolina like? Well, hey, listen, it is
0: great here. It is humid here today. It's about 78 degrees here, and Karen oh, wow. is now in, in South Carolina. So how's it there, Karen?
1: I'm not far from you, Hanchi. I got the same thing going on. It is humid. Uh, I just moved here from Colorado, and I'm sweating with the air conditioner on. <laughs> I'm not used to humidity, but it's great.
0: <laughs> well, let's let's chat today for a little bit because we're all talking about the publicity and you know i go back in the day of before i actually got involved in the martial arts watching the superfoot fights on television and uh you know wide world of sports espn and all of those networks that sort of brought the stars out so uh hey bill so tell us now who inspired you to become to, to become a
2: martial artist oh uh, well nothing basically i was a wrestler in high school and college and when i joined the service they didn't have a wrestling team but they had a judo team so i started playing judo in 1963 and then all the way through the service i was i was going to be a judo player because you know because it's very similar to wrestling and uh, became fairly you know second nature to me to, to work the throws and then work the wrestling techniques that, that are part of Jew also. And then 1966, I tore my knee up my right knee, the medial collateral ligament, I tore it. So that took care of my judo career and I'm in Okinawa and I'm sitting here all mad and everything because my sports career primarily is empty because back in 1966, there was no such thing as arthroscopic surgery. Back then it was called exploratory. And which means they're just going to cut you open, look inside. There's nothing we can do to sew it back up. But uh, so I'm there and uh, the doctor says, well, we want to go and look at it. I says, well, what's going to happen if it's, if it's, if it, you can fix it, well, we're going to fix it. What are that chances? 50, 50. What are the chances that you don't do anything? He said, 50, 50. I said, put it in a cast and let me heal it. <laughs> so that's what happened. And I'm sitting around and, and looking uh, just forlorn and everything. And one of my friends in Okinawa says, Hey, you want to go downtown? There's a karate school downtown. And I went, okay. So we go down to Azo Shimabuku school, which I don't know if you know, there's not, but Joe Lewis and my instructor, are the same instructor he had, he was there a year and a half before I was there. And uh, Jeff and I and Joe traveled all over the world together, just doing seminars and everything. And very few people knew that that Joe and I were the same system. Primarily you see the way Joe fights and you see the way I fight. It's <laughs> one, a thousand percent different. But uh, and then I just started going there and uh, my legs in a cast and I started doing stuff and came back to the states, thought my judo my art, you know, my martial arts career is over, but I was stationed in San Bernardino, California at Norton Air Force Base. Downtown San Bernardino was a shore and karate school headed by Mickey Janek and George Torbett, and their head guy, their head guy was a guy named Tony Janek, who studied in Okinawa with Joe Lewis, in the, in the, with Azure Shimabuku. So I went, oh, wow, this is great. So we have our little group here. And then we we kind of let Joe in, or Jeff into it a little bit. So you said, you wouldn't feel so bad.
3: <laughs> well, but Jeff, they let they out, the young, let the they, young guy they, in.
2: Yeah, <laughs> well, we found out Joe could, or Jeff could punch just as hard as we did, so, or harder than I can, so. <laughs>
0: Well, my, my question is for Jeff. Well, who's we're talking about the, Hey, welcome Mr. Corley. We're talking about who inspired you. So uh, Jeff, who inspired you uh, as a martial artist to get started in the martial
3: arts? Well, you have to realize back when uh, Bill and uh, I started, it was, I I started in 64 and uh, really back then I didn't know anything about karate. I had no idea what it was. Um, I was uh, delivering my newspapers up at the university and I saw a sign that said uh, a karate demonstration at the student union ballroom on Saturday. And uh, so I went and saw it and I liked it. And uh, I said, this is perfect for me. I wanted to be able to defend myself better. and, And I thought, man, this karate stuff, they were breaking boards and and kicking people and throwing them around and doing takedowns and all of this stuff and I said uh, that's right up my alley so that's how I got started and it just so happened to be the guy that was doing the demonstration was uh, one of June Ree's black belts uh, from the University of Texas and he was from my hometown and uh, he was home during the summer doing uh, Uh, Karate at the university, you know, teaching there at the university, he was working on his master's degree at University of Texas. Uh, And I was at Texas A&I University then in my hometown. And that's how I got started back in 64. Uh, Mr. Corley, you know, we're trying to
0: find the inspiration. So, who motivated you or influenced you uh, in getting involved in the martial arts?
4: My dad taught me how to box when I was a kid. He was an army, army uh, person. He, um, he told me that when we went to these different army bases, that bigger kids would try to come and welcome me to the neighborhood by bullying me. And then I should punch him in the face with my skinny jab and my skinny right cross. And that they would want to be friends after that. And he was right. And then uh, when he passed away, my mom re-enrolled me in the military school that he put me in in the first grade. And uh, then when I was 16, I saw, I saw a karate class. I went down there and saw that I could learn how to break bricks and things. I knew that uh, adults were fighting uh, more um, uh, brutally than kids were. And I wanted to be able to defend myself against big guys. So that's what got me inspired. It really came from my dad saying that it was okay to uh, hurt bad people. <laughs>
0: That's my uh, short story version. Hey, Karen, uh, who who influenced you to
1: be involved in the
0: martial arts?
1: uh, I'd say the most influential would have been my original instructor, which is uh, C.S. Kim out of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Um, Martial arts is something I always wanted to do Uh, as a child growing up. My family did not have money to put me in that kind of training. Um, So as soon as I was old enough to work as a young girl, Uh, I paid my way through uh, training in Pittsburgh and CS Kim just was the things that he would say um, were so dynamic. He's one of the most dynamic speakers I think I've ever heard, even though he kind of stays in his own corner over there. Uh, He, to me, he probably stands out as the most influential martial artist that I've ever had in my 31, 32 years right now of training. Well, you know, this is important
0: because when we talk about becoming authors really about your story. And I know that uh, Grandmaster Chuck Norris, I didn't know anything about the martial arts. I just knew I didn't want to get beat up anymore. And the first day that I joined the martial arts class, I'm walking out of the store and I see at the top of a magazine, the word karate. i never thought about karate or seen a magazine before but it's like the red car. You you, You never see a red car until you buy the red car. Then you see the red car everywhere. And I opened up this magazine, there's this huge trophy in this, in this magazine of uh, Chuck Norris holding this huge trophy cup. And I knew at that very moment, I wanted to be like Chuck Norris. I wanted to be a martial arts champion. I wanted to know, I never won anything in my life, you know, but I knew at that very moment, I wanted to have a trophy just like Chuck Norris. Then you flip down in the magazine there's a picture of Bill Superfoot Wallace. He's yep. stretching. He's got the stretch machine. <laughs> and I knew I wanted to kick like, you know, like Bill Wallace, you know, Bill Wallace, he had his left leg. I spent all my time on my left leg. I spent that time on flexibility. Then I had the great opportunity of uh, uh, meeting uh, Mr. Wallace, uh, coming to Durham, North Carolina, do a seminar for me. This was probably back in 85, 86, and, you know, and then coming uh, to my school. But, you know, uh, you know, Mr. Wallace, you know, you have been one of those people that has truly influenced my life. And also, you know, Grandmaster, you know, Corley, uh, the Battle of Atlanta. So uh, we have been influenced by so many people, you know, Grandmaster Jeff Smith uh, from the kickbox inside so many people have influenced our lives but it's because of the media that and the attention that we have received now bill i know that there's quite a few books that are out on you uh, and your martial arts you know we're celebrating uh in july in vegas july the 15th and 16th a tribute to you and the book is titled martial artists changing lives so this is what this program is about today is introducing just a few of those people that we consider martial artists that's changing lives. They've impacted our lives. And we all have that ability to have that impact. So, uh, so, so Mr. Go ahead. Eight. Yeah. So Mr. Wallace, so tell me, you know, uh, you know, how do you feel that the, in media, how would your career had been if we didn't have that impact of social media. Well, uh, well I'm not social media, but back, what was that? Uh, ESPN, Wide World of Sports, I know Mr. Corley, I probably should have brought that question to him first because he was the voice uh, for the martial arts. So let's go to Mr. Corley first and talk about that impact of PKA, which I know Mr. Wallace was and, and Mr. Smith were a part of and its influence Uh, on kickboxing to help get the message out about this thing called martial arts and kickboxing.
4: Well, you know, uh, interestingly enough, the, the group IMG, which was responsible for the sale of the UFC for more than $4 billion was our agent for television for PKA. And so they really focused in on Superfoot, uh, Bill Superfoot Wallace. And, um, when I first met with CBS on a different project, uh, they asked me if I would do the commentary on Bill Wallace's live bouts that CBS was doing every quarter, and um, and I said, of course I, I would. I'd, I'd be happy to. They they thought I would be good at it since Bill had uh, had beat me up and that I deserved lovingly, that shot. lovingly, so, lovingly. I so, uh, lovingly. <laughs> yeah, lovingly, lovingly beat me up. And uh, so after that, you know, after the real success that we had with uh, the CBS events, Bill's Fights uh, averaged what was known then as, uh, and Karen would be familiar with this, like uh, uh, a 6.4 rating and a 20 share is what we aired Mm -hmm. on CBS. And they would just kill for those kind of ratings these Mm -hmm. days. But then um, NBC started doing some bouts. And so they asked me to do commentary over there. I did. Then ESPN came on board, and we got a chance there. Uh, Bill retired in 1980, live on CBS, and that was a a highly rated show. The producer in that truck went on to to become the director of sports at uh, at Fox Network, and uh, and and so there was a lot of connections around there. Um, And then when uh, Jeff Smith had fought in front of 50 million people on the Don King event with the Ali Frazier three card. And so when you take all that and put it together, that was what was happening in the world of um, martial arts at the time. However, now with, with, you know, as you say, with the digital media, we have a great way. And with our relaunch of the PKA, which is coming here in a really short little while, will be using that digital media in a big way. Bill Wallace and Jeff Smith will still be huge parts of of that relaunch.
0: Well, and and that's, you know, fantastic. Just think about it. If that had not have happened, where would the martial arts be? You know, it's really incredible because I know every time uh, one of those shows would come on, I'd want to get up and start punching and kicking and, and you know, and all of that. And, and Bill, you know, yeah. you're still going, you know, you're still going, you're out doing seminars. And... bunny. <laughs> I know. He's, 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 you know, we need to get him to We're we'll getting the Easter bunny stuff. and have tell seminar. you guys, oh. I'm
3: telling
2: you guys, be quiet. Now just listen to it. <laughs> hamburgers and French fries. It's the longevity thing. The hamburgers <laughs> and French fries gives you lubrication for the joints. So you can keep doing this stuff forever. Of all the kicking and all the punching that we all do, nobody has ever heard a squeak when I do that.
3: That's right. <laughs> no Don't forget the ice cream. Well,
2: that, that, that washes everything down. You know, you know. Well, that was your Coke <laughs> and baby booths. <blues. laughs>
0: and I had planned you know, for the first time uh you know that, that Bill came to North Carolina, like I said that was probably back in 85, 86. You now I'm planning this, you know, a you know elaborate type of uh Event taking them out this really super nice restaurant. I said, uh you know, where would you like to go for dinner? We have this place. I says got hamburgers. <laughs> you know, I'm going hamburgers. And so that's what we that I canceled all the other things. So we had we I, I forgot the where we went. Wendy's
2: or McDonald's or someplace. And we and we and we did we did hamburgers. But Here, here's, you know, here's the craziest thing. Here's the crazy <laughs> thing. Jeff, I and Joe Lewis are in England. When was it? 2000. 2011, I think 2011. And we were doing seminars. We had we were there for a week and we didn't have any use. So I got my guy, Paul Barnett, to set up some seminars for us. And I think he set up three Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday because we had to go to Switzerland, right? Something like that. But anyway, okay. we did the seminars from six until nine. And if you've ever been to, to England, the restaurants close at nine o'clock. <laughs> Right. So we're, we're done that. Joe is one of those guys that can eat. I mean, whatever it is, he can eat it. Joe, uh, Jesse, Karen, under, you know, Jeff, we all know he can eat. So we get through the seminar at nine o'clock. So we drive to a restaurant. We'd go in and we say, we'd like to eat dinner. Sorry. We're closed. Jeff said, but right there's the cook. We're closed. It's nine o'clock. We're closed. You can drink, but you can't eat. So we leave. We found out the only thing open after nine o'clock was McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> right, Jeff? The Maybe only Bill thing helped, open. So the first night was okay because we ate McDonald's because he ate good during the day. We, we figured something out. The first night was okay. We ate just McDonald's. The second night, Joe blew a gasket. <laughs> because, oh, because I say, what do you want, Joe? Because this is the only thing there is. I don't care. I just order me something. So we ordered him a, you know, a Big Mac or something like that. We bring that to him. And he slows it down. He says, "This is not what I wanted." I said, "Joe, <laughs> it's the only thing they have." Well, I don't care. I don't. Want. He even got up. Remember Jeff? He got up and moved chairs. He moved over three or four we benches. We were all sitting
3: two. inside, and he went outside and set at a
2: table with his drink. Absolutely. Uh, uh, you,
3: you know, and we then went the third night,
2: <laughs> yeah, third night, same thing. I said, Joe, this is all there is. We don't have anything else. Well, I'm going to eat a good lunch. So you ate a good lunch. We still went to the seminar, got done at nine o'clock. Nothing was open. So we went to McDonald's. He was much better that time. But the second night there, it was absolutely, we're trying to keep from laughing. We got a beat to beef. Because he was, yeah, he was peeved. He was upset. <laughs> and then, then Thursday, I think we went to uh, Switzerland.
3: Well, that's yeah, what we're talking they, about. They did a great Hall of Fame awards for us over there and and really got to recognize Joe a lot. And uh, everybody came up and did a uh, they did a special tribute for him and uh, and actually broke him up a little bit. You know, he he got up there, you know, after everybody was saying all those good things and he's going like, well, I never heard it anybody say that many good things about me at one time. And he said, I'm a little, I didn't think I, I would ever be short of words, but y'all left me a little speechless here. Hey, we but, were uh, he talking didn't realize about. how popular he was over there. Oh yeah. Um, yep. And uh, we all had tuxes on it, it. Yeah. This was one of the first times that all three of us, I, I think it, ever since where we all had tux on together. Yeah. Yeah it was a it was a great trip and uh, especially uh, it had a place in our heart because that was really the last time we got to be together with Joe uh, before he passed in a in a martial arts event you know Bill and I were with him that uh, that we were going to visit him on a regular basis but we were with him that last week before he passed yeah, that day the cool. night before yeah.
0: This is what we're talking about. We're talking about those memories. We're talking about preserving those things. Uh, you know, uh, Grandmaster Lewis, uh, there's so many martial artists that's done great things uh, for us and uh, for us to be able to be able to recognize that media, writing about it, publishing about it. Now, Bill, I know uh, online I went on before, before the show, you have, I guess, about nine or 10 books out there that's already on you, uh, that's out there. We have this book that's coming up, but this book's a little bit different. And this book is really about martial artists changing lives. You know, uh, Mr. Corley, you know, we started off with the who's who, and that idea popped up, I guess, in what, 2016 at the Battle of Atlanta. We saw how many people uh, were really inspired. You and Mr. Smith received your 10th degree black belt how many people showed up, it was like a reunion. And then we went on in 16 and uh, the Who's Who book came out. We've gone from the Who's Who to uh, the martial, uh, martial arts masters and pioneers. Now we're into martial artists that's changing lives. So Mr. Corley, you know, how important do you think or how do you see that what we've been doing for the past eight or nine years, how it's influencing the martial arts
4: community? Well, you know, uh, the, the good news is the, the, the books that you have produced each year have just gotten better each year. I don't know about the cover this year. Everything else on it looks pretty good, but the, uh, I'm not sure about that cover. Uh, when he was I also, got him
0: was, to approve it. I, I called him and said, now I, you need I, to tell I, me. I like
2: the if flag. If you don't like and it, the flag I need to looks go nice. I like the flag. Look at the flag. Look at the flag. The flag's
4: very nice. When, it's Bill, okay. when Bill was on the cover with Jeff Smith and Bill Clark and me, I, I think it was a little better cover. You know, it was like, uh, like maybe six or seven times as good as this one. But the cover aside, I think that the uh, the, that, the good news is the book has just gotten better every year. And uh, the bad news is that fewer and fewer people can or will read every year. But I think that our martial arts family the people that are in the martial arts can truly be inspired. And of course, that's what you said from the beginning is you're hoping that martial artists will be inspired to do things that are even greater than what they've already done. So I love the way you're including people in the in the each one of these editions that have already changed a significant number of lives around them, but will inspire them to do even more. You know it's uh, sometimes one of those just uh, little things you read you might read something that bill wallace did or Jeff Smith did that really. spurs you to in your own community go and do something uh, similar and when that happens, then of course you make a greater impact and that's that's where I believe the, 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 the greatest benefit is for people that have done something to be in there, be recognized, have their students recognize their accomplishments. Actually, I'm sure from, uh, in many cases, they'll read read their own information over and over again and just continue to be re-energized.
0: Right, right. Well, that's what we we're hoping video for. video there, Joe. And uh, so Jeff, let's talk about, uh, let's talk for a second You know, I know that you're really helping, you and Stephen Oller, Grandmaster Oliver, you guys are really making the impacts in martial arts and school owners and the importance of having a good media presence uh, in in the martial arts school. So let's talk about that for a second because that's what we really want the books to do. We want, you know, martial artists to give them to school teachers, take them to the libraries, Uh, Send them to their clients, their banker, to use this as a part of that great big business card that they're recognizing in in a a very exclusive uh, type of book. So let's talk about for a second the power of media uh, in the martial arts school and how important it is to uh, be recognized in your community
3: as that leadership school. Well, you know what I I love about your book, uh, Jesse? You know, uh, I know Bill and Joe and I were on the cover and Karen and, and have been in the book but you know it's really uh, not about us you know we, we've been in magazines and people know who we are, but you know there's so many great martial artists out there in their community that are impacting their community in such a positive way that they have so many success stories that they've done with their their students, uh, both uh, kids and adults, both male and female. And uh, it's great for them to get the recognition um, in, in a piece of history because that's what your book really is. It is like the encyclopedia. It's that piece of history that people can go to the library, they can go to the internet and they can research it and pull it up, they can buy it uh, online and now share it with their community. You know, uh, put get some press, uh, let people know the benefits of your program. You know, nothing is more important now, especially since the last couple of years with this pandemic has hurt so many martial arts schools that they really need uh, some kind of presence in their community and they need to learn how to market themselves and their school in a positive way. And this book ties in so great with that, that it's not just about giving them the recognition, but it's really about expanding their school and, and, and rebounding from this pandemic that, uh, hurt so many schools over the last couple of years. So uh, most people don't have the, you know, if they, if they call the, the newspaper, or they're reaching out to the media in their area and they say, oh, oh, I did this, I did that. Well, it sounds like you're bragging, but when somebody does a book about, a national level book, that's about somebody in a small community nothing is bigger press than that and then for them to share that and with their community and their media there it it can make a big impact and not just on them to give them the recognition but to to let their students know that they're in the right place that we want to we want to share our success stories and through our instructors so that's really what I like about the book is that we're able, and you were the one who really initiated this years ago, and, and I know Joe and Bill and I and Karen all you know had a little part in there helping you, but you were really the catalyst that started the whole thing, and uh, I'm just so pleased that you kept it going every year since that first book. You've been able to Recognize so many great martial artists that didn't get the the press. I think that they deserved on maybe on a national level. That this gives them a chance to uh, to get out and let everybody know about.
0: It. Well, well, I, I appreciate that, but you know that's you no, know, and that's the reason we did it was to impact the martial arts to be able to tell a story uh, to keep that history alive because. We have those few people that they they rise to the top, but you have so many great people that may not be in the sport of karate, uh, but we want to know who they are. We really want to know about those people
3: uh, in that. So, Karen,
0: so I know from the media. And pers- I,
3: I just want to say one thing. I'm sure. sorry to interrupt you, but, you know, it's not about being a, a world champion. It's not, you know, th- there can only be so many world champions or national champions. So, if we're not recognizing the efforts of all of our fellow martial artists who've accomplished so many th- personal things with their students and successes and things that they've reached. And, you know, when I read some of these bios, I'm impressed with the things they've accomplished that, that I didn't even know. And a lot of these people, they're, they're people that I saw at the tournaments, or uh, there's people that I never saw and didn't even know about it until I read about him. And I went, wow, there's a great martial artist. And it's just a, a great feeling uh, uh, to be able to share these success stories with all our fellow martial artists. Uh, we definitely do appreciate you guys. So Karen, any last
0: follow-up things? Because you, know, you are you know, with Elite Publications and we're doing some seminars and things together. Any follow-up from you?
1: Right, yeah. Well, the things that Jeff Smith are saying are definitely true, and you could really elaborate that on that. Uh, I I come from a a, a, a podcasting and a background, as I know uh, Jeff and Steve Oliver know about that very much as well. Um, There's just so many ways that you can get your school to stand out and above all other schools. Uh, Just to take one thing he said a little bit further you know, if you're going to buy your Who's Who book because you're in it, buy two, take the other one, drop it off at the Chamber of Commerce. For the local history museum, or somewhere locally, because you are the star in your town. Uh, Bill is a star in our world, but in, you know, maybe in Peoria, Illinois, he's not the star. There's a local star there in every city that is gonna be able to elevate themselves. You just have to have the knowledge and the tools to do that. Uh, I myself, um, if you, in as far as speaking engagements and that nature, I just, I never plug this. I just wanna say I'm in all-American AAE speaker, a professional speaker, a trained speaker, and if you're interested in having me come out as a speaker, uh, please go through my agency, which is AAE Speakers, and they are online, and I say that because I'm so intimidated to have Superfoot here and all these guys here because I know that they are in high demand, and they probably don't get a weekend off when the weather's warm, so thank you guys so much. It's always good to see you, but keep plugging and know that you know, again, you are the star and there are tools available to you to help you shine whatever market or or city that you might be in.
3: Well, I'm looking <laughs> forward to, uh, to celebrating, uh, uh, Bill out in Vegas. You know what we say, anytime there's a good excuse to go to Vegas, there's a good excuse, but it's even a better one when it's, uh, with a great martial artist and trim like, uh, Bill Wallace and, uh, get a chance to, uh, to embarrass him like we did Joe in, in the, uh, London. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, you know, uh,
0: Bill, you know, you know, this is really great. I, I, today is a good day. I can, myself, uh, I'm getting even more pumped up about the event. Uh, the event is going to be in Las Vegas at the Orleans hotel on July the 15th and 16th. Uh, we're going to have uh, Randy Blake, who's going to be doing seminars, Cynthia Roth, going to be doing seminars. Karen is going to be, you know, right now we're working to have her doing some seminars and things there. So it's going to be a great weekend. So Bill, you know, I want personally for this week, that weekend to really be about you. And I know we, you know, we talk about it, laugh about it, but, you know, you really were a huge impact in my life and have an opportunity to recognize, recognize you guys and lady. Uh, You know, with Jeff, with you and Joe on the cover, Uh, Karen, you know, we are featuring you in some, in a lot of things we're doing, we're going to have you on the cover of one of our books coming up, but you know, Bill, you know, you've always been there supporting me and the things I've been doing and I've never called on, you've never said no. So for me uh, to be a part of putting this tribute on for you is a great honor and I want to make sure that we don't do a good job, but we do the greatest job ever to support you. So if you're a Bill Wallace fan, uh, you know, come out. It's going to be on. It's going to be online live also. So if you can't make it to Vegas, then you can still be a part of the presentation through our online part. So last words from you, Bill. <laughs> if we get ten or twelve people to
2: come, I'll be happy. All right, that's right, but Bill. I need a few more than ten or twelve. The funny thing is... My father always wanted me, wanted me to be a school teacher. From the very first moment I got out of the service, he wanted me to be a school teacher. That's why I went to ball state. Then I got started doing karate again at ball state, working with some people and started traveling and competing in tournaments.
3: And you've had a ball ever since
2: had a ball ever (laughs) since i never had a job. And the funny thing is he kept saying every time I come back with a championship or win something, my father says, when are you going to quit doing this crap and get a job? When are you going to quit doing this stuff? <laughs> when are you going to job? get a real job? Yeah. I, he even <laughs> set up interviews for me to get a teaching job. Yeah. And I went, dad, dad, you know,
3: you, you are, you got to tell this. him you are a teacher. You've taught uh, yeah, well, thousands the nice thing thousands is, of students. The,
2: the night that I won the world championship, in 1974, September 14th, 1974, I called my father up and said, dad, I won. That night was the last time he said, when are you going to quit doing this crap and
3: get a job?
1: <laughs>
3: finally, finally. Uh, and, uh, and Jesse, I'd like to remind everybody uh, uh, where they can find out, where they can register, where they can find out, because, uh, you know, uh, there's so many people that, that Bill's lives, uh, he's touched their lives just like he's touched yours and mine and Joe's and Karen's. But there's so many of, of his fans out there that want to come celebrate with him, Uh, you know, there's a lot of them that have got to see him at seminars and everything. But it's great to be an event where uh, it's all about Bill Wallace and and a special tribute. And uh, so if you could uh, make sure that you've got the contact information and the website and everywhere to go uh, to let them know.
0: Right. Thanks. <clears throat> and yes, you can go to our website, who's who in the martial arts.com. You can register there. You can make nominations uh, right on the picture of the hotel of the casino. You click on it. You can do uh, uh, hotel reservations. You can do dinner reservations. You can do it all right there on our website. We are still taking nominations and the thing that we're doing Jeff this year you know, I know you've got a couple of our rings and you and Grandmaster Corley, we're actually doing a special ring and that all of our inductees will receive. And this is the Bill Wallace, uh, it's the Bill Superfoot Walls tribute Where's ring. my ring? Well, you're, you're going to get, get it, me. Bill. It's got your name on it. We'll get your box full of them. You okay. know, but uh we're going to be doing the tribute ring uh, for him. That's going to be another special part to really sort of, uh seal in every day i know i wear my ring pretty much every day but it's a part of bill wallace legacy that you can always have pass it down uh everything that we do only grow, grows in value but yeah go to the website who's who in the martial arts.com we're still doing nominations for the book if uh, you say, "Well, I don't want to be a part of the book, but I do want to be there for Bill and to celebrate," then the dinner tickets you can get dinner tickets and all that on the website.
3: Any I, last I've words? Been, I've been nominating uh, quite a few people that that are deserving, and and uh, I saw your 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 uh, uh, Facebook uh, ad in there with it with all the information, and and that's real helpful too. You know, you can always go to Facebook with Jesse uh, Bowen uh, your, your link there in Facebook and it's on there too. That I think that's easy for a lot of the guys that like to do the Facebook stuff. Right. Right. Yeah. Just go right
0: on the Facebook. You know, you can go to my page and click a link and log on. I think I've even tagged, uh, you and Mr. Corley and Bill. And so right now we're getting ready to kick off. everything. really, uh, really start to promote it. So again, everyone, if you're a bill wallace fan we want you to be there uh to celebrate i call this a very we want to make this a historical event and really have a have a great weekend so uh mr corley i'll give the last words to you
4: i'm just really looking forward to it sir as i say every year you've done this it's gotten better better and better so i'm excited to be there again and uh i'm gonna have at least uh well, two of my three friends
0: there
2: with me. <laughs> do I get to pick the meal? Uh, yeah, I'll send you. I'll send you. I'll send you the menu, Bill. No, no, no. You don't have to do that. <laughs> no, you just no, said, no, no You're not doing the menu. No. no, hold no, hold, no, hold no, hold no. How many of you? How many? How many of you saw that movie? What's the movie? The one with uh, uh, Samuel when L. Jackson? Benadon Yates. What?
4: Oh
2: the big uh, deal was a uh, big mac right you have, you have a big mac you have chicken McNuggets, you have a quarter there it is.
3: the, the mcdonald me. movie the movie about super the foundation me. of mcdonald's oh you
1: that's
3: it and that's bill super foot super size super there it is <laughs> all right everyone
0: uh, be blessed, and thank you, guys. Thank you, Karen. Right. Uh, thank, you, uh, Bill, Anyways, Jeff, thank you, Bill. Thank you. Thank you, All
4: right,
0: everyone. Everybody everyone. Go, to,
2: go to the website and register. Go to <laughs> the Martial and, and,
3: and don't forget Wallace Wallace Wednesday. Yes. If superfoot you want to Dojo. train with Bill, go to Wallace Wednesday. How do they find that, Bill? Oh, go to superfoot, superfootsystem.com, and it's on there. Superflipsystem.com, and register and get on his training regimen he's still doing a thousand kicks a day it's fun kicking people my gosh okay have a good day guys